this is Bob Neal speaking from Yankee Stadium in New York, where the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Yankees will soon be ready to start play in the fourth game of the 1956 World Series. Fourth game of the series. The Dodgers leading by one game. They have won two and lost one. The Yankees with Whitey Ford and Ina Slaughter putting them back in contention. Casey Stengel is going with his same lineup, which brought him a victory yesterday, and certainly Case, famed for his ever-changing lineups, has some reporters scratching their through their minds to recall when Casey used the same lineup in the same batting order twice in a row. Here are the lineups for the New York Yankees. Hank Bauer will lead off and play in right field. Bauer's catch yesterday off Roy Campanella was one of the highlights of the game. And his throw relayed by Martin to Carey, nailing Perillo at third in the ninth, was another demonstration of the power of Mr. Bauer. Joe Collins, who has one hit in the series, will start at first base. I'm sure that with the wins that we have today, Casey Stengel wants to have uh, Collins, who can get that ball up in the air, in there. Mickey Mantle, who has three hits and 11 times at bat, who hasn't been able to do any of that bombastic uh, bombing in Yankee Stadium, will bat third place center field. Yogi Barra will catch and bat fourth. Barra has four hits and 11 times at bat, including a grand slammer, and that was over in Evans Field. Ina Slaughter, the toast of New York and the talk of the baseball world generally, will bat fifth. Billy Martin will play second, bat sixth. Billy had a home run yesterday defensively. He's been in on three Yankee double plays. McDougall will bat seventh. His play has been steady for the Yankees. Andy Carey will play third and bat eight. Andy struck out three times yesterday. He was charged with an error, but he made two great fielding plays to keep the Dodgers from scoring. The pitcher for New York today will be Tom Sturdivant. Thomas Virgil Sturdivant, the second, is from Gordon, Kansas. He's 26, stands six foot, weighs 180 pounds, broke into baseball as a second and third baseman with Quincy in 1948. He started pitching in 1952 with Beaumont. He has a good fastball, throws a slider, a curve, and a knuckleball. If his knuckleball is zagging where it's supposed to zag, he may go with it a great deal. Otherwise, he'll use it if he has, for example, a two-strike count on a batter. In the 55 series, according to the official baseball encyclopedia, Tom worked in two games, a total of three innings. He gave up five hits, two runs, struck out none, walked two. He worked one inning in the fourth game, and today... He is making his first start in a World Series game. The pitcher for the Dodgers will be Carl Erskine. Now, Erskine can become the first Brooklyn pitcher ever to win three series games by winning today. The two game winners, in addition to Carl, have been UK, Johnny Padres, and Preacher Rowe. This is Erskine's uh, tenth series game, a record for a Brooklyn pitcher. Uh, Casey pitched in nine and high among active Major League hurlers. He has started more series games six than any pitcher in Brooklyn history, and today's start ties him with Ford for the most series starts by an active pitcher. Erskine has uh, two series victories, both complete games, one loss. His first win was in the fifth game in 1952, an 11-6-5 victory at Yankee Stadium. He retired the last 19 batters. His second win was in the third game in 1953 at Brooklyn, a 14-strikeout series record. By the way, uh, most of uh, these very vital statistics we uh, gleam from the official uh, encyclopedia of baseball. Carl's uh, only loss was in the second game in 1952, 7-1 at Brooklyn. In 55, he pitched one, started the fourth game, which he is doing today. He allowed three runs, three hits, and three innings, none out in the fourth with no decision. Uh, fortunately for Erskine, uh, his teammates came bouncing back. The Dodgers uh, bounced back to win it 8-5. So... There is the thumbnail vignettes about the fellas who will figure today in the fourth game of the World Series. The umpires today 
we'll find Larry Knapp of the American League at the plate, Dave Pinelli of the National League at first base, Hank Saar of the American League uh, will be at second base, and umpire Dusty Bodges of the National League will be at third. Uh, Tom Gorman of the National League will be out along the right field foul line, and umpire Ed Runge with the uh, American League will be out along the left field foul line. But today's crowd is uh, still coming in, and uh, this crowd today may set an all-time high record for attendance at a World Series game. Uh, fans have been streaming in. The weather overnight was rather bad in New York. It has started to clear, however, and uh, right now the sun is shining beautifully. Uh, Carl Erskine, by the way, we neglected to say, born December 13, 1926, at Anderson, Indiana. He's uh, 5'10", weighs 165 pounds. He has uh, pitched two no-hit games, one uh, against the Chicago Cubs, uh, which he won in 1952, and here in 1956, uh, early in the season. Uh, Erskine uh, no longer has that great, fantastic blazing speed that he had in the earlier part of his career. Uh, suffered with a sore arm last year, but has been able to bounce back this year. Has uh, great control, and as Carl says himself, if I've got that control, that real fine line, he said, I can beat him. If I haven't, uh, he said, we have a lot of other pitchers on the staff who'll be there to help me. And while we uh, are just about a minute uh, and a few seconds away from the first pitch of the fourth game of the 1956 World Series, the Brooklyn Dodgers, Jim Gilliam, will lead off and today play second base. Huey Reese will bat second and play shortstop. Duke Snyder will bat third and be in center field. Jackie Robinson will bat fourth and play third. Gil Hodges will bat fifth and play first. Sandy Amaris in left field will bat sixth. Carl Fuller will bat seventh and be in right field. Roy Campanella doing the catching and Carl Erskine on the mound. Tom Sturdivant uh, up on the mound, leading up for the Yankees. Hank Barr will lead off for New York, play in right field. Joe Collins will be at first base and bat second. Mickey Mantle will bat third and play center field. Yogi Barr will bat fourth and catch. Ina Slaughter in left field will bat fifth. Billy Martin at second base will bat sixth. Gil McDougal at short will bat seventh. Batting eighth and playing third base, Andy Carey, and Tom Sturdivant on the mound. Sturdivant uh, won 16 while losing eight in the regular season. And Carl Erskine for the National League Brooklyn Dodgers won 13 while losing 11. So it's a battle of right-handers today. The wind blowing out towards right center and center field. The first batter up for the Brooklyn Dodgers will be Junior Gilliam. He's a switch hitter, and he'll be batting from the left side with the right-hander Carl uh, Erskine pitching for the Dodgers and the right-hander Tom Sturdivant pitching for the Yankees. So umpire Larry Knapp cleans off the plate. Jim Gilliam, the first batter for the Dodgers, steps in. And the fourth game of the 1956 World Series is about to start. And here to carry over the first four and a half innings of this, the fourth game of the World Series, my associate and friend from Washington, Bob Wolf. Thank you, Bob Neal. And what a beautiful day for baseball. We're all set to go as Jim Gilliam playing second base. Batting 100, he has two RBIs. Steps in, batting left-handed against Tom Sturdivant. They're playing him slightly around for the right. Not very much. Mantle is in, playing a rather shallow center field. Here comes the first pitch of the game. And it's wide of the plate for ball one. A fastball wide. Ball one to Jim Gilliam. Yogi Berra doing the catching. Sturdivant on the mound. It's Carey, McDougal, Martin, and Collins for the Yankees in the infield on Slaughter, Mantle, and Bauer in the outfield. Bauer's playing a deep right, just about three or four feet from the cinder path there. Gilliam waits. 
Here comes the pitch, and it's a strike call, a fastball off the knees in the inside corner. And the count to Gilliam is one and one, to be followed by Reese and Snyder. A perfect afternoon for baseball, and as Bob Neal told you earlier, there is a breeze which is blowing toward right center field at the moment. Sturdivant looks in, gets the sign, up goes the arm, the one-and-one pitch on the way, a curve drops too low, and the count now is two balls and a strike. Another jam-packed crowd here in New York. Sturdivant steps back off the mound, he looks around for a moment at his defensive alignment, looks over toward third, where Andy Carey is at the third base spot today. Now the pitcher looks in once again, takes a deep breath, Tugs at the cap, and he's all set to go. Two balls, strike one to Gilliam. And the pitch is swung on. There's a high foul going off to the left and out of play. Landing up on the upper deck. It's always a tense moment for all participants when the ball game gets on the way. And Sturdivant looked around after the first pitch there. You could see him take a deep breath. And now he is back off the mound, rubs the ball for a moment. Again, tugs at the cap, and this time goes to the Rosen bag. This is it, the chips are down in the World Series. And every pitch counts. Gilliam stands fairly close to the plate. He chokes up on the bat. The count two and two. There's the look in for the sign. Sturdivant starts the wind up. And the two and two pitch on the way is inside on a fastball. It's now three and two. Gilliam gave that a good, careful look before backing up slightly. And now he bends over to get a bit of dirt to grip that bat just a bit better. Again looks out toward the mound. The count now has gone to three and two on Gilliam. Leading off for the Brooklyn Dodgers on this top of the first inning. Ready for the three and two pitch on the way. It's wide. Ball four. Gilliam walks. Jim Gilliam pops down the first base for the walk. And that brings up Peewee Reese, who is batting 357 in the series. Team captain of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Reese flips one bat off to the side and now steps in the battle box with Gilliam on first base and nobody out. Reese will be followed by Duke Snyder in this the top of the first inning. Gilliam leads off slightly at first base. Collins holding him close there at the bag. McDougal Martin halfway, a throw over to first base, but Gilliam is back in plenty of time. Andy Carey has moved in just a bit of third. Now line with the bag. Here comes the pitch on the way to second is Gilliam. There's a ball, and Gilliam is out. Gilliam went over to make the tag. The pitch was the ball, and Gilliam was out from there to the Google. Plate dusting by Larry Knapp, the plate umpire, and the crowd has already seen a World Series thrill this afternoon. It's 4 1 to Reese with one away. Sturdivant delivers, and he gets the outside corner at the knees with a called strike. Reese steps out to get a bit of dirt. They're playing Pee Wee straight away in all fields. Manil just a step or so from dead center. 
He released the plate with a count of one and one, and one away in the top of the first inning. Now Sturdivant set once again. Starts the windup. Comes in with the pitch. And a curve drops low and wide up the plate. The count is two balls. Strike one to Reese. Pee-wee has had two runs battled in in the series. And a hefty 357 batting average. Grips that bat looking out toward the mound. There's a pitch to the outside corner for a called strike. Sturdivant playing those corners well. On the count now is two and two to Reese. Kiwi edges up just a wee bit closer to the ditch. Sturdivant bends forward to get the sign from Dara. Ready now for the two and two pitch. There's one away. Here's the wind up of the right-hander. And the pitch is on the upside corner for both right three in just the same spot. Found that mark in the outside corner just above the knees. Well, there are two away. Strikeout for Sturdivant. Duke Snyder. Left-handed batter. Comes up with a 300 World Series average. He's had one homer and four runs battled in. It's a big Duke up there with two outs. Nobody on. Sturdivant ready. Delivers, and he's wide. The ball popped in and out of Vera's net. Ball one to Duke Snyder with two outs on the top of the first. Bauer has moved over toward right center field for Snyder. Mantle is playing deep. And Slaughter is fairly deep in left center. The biggest toll is between Slaughter and Mantle. Snyder waiting with ball on the count. Here's Gertrude's next offering, and a curve is sent out to the first baseman Collins, covering with the pitcher. There's the foot for the out. That retired in the top of the first inning with no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And at the middle of the first inning, it's Brooklyn nothing, Yanks nothing. For the Yankees, it's Bauer, Collins, and Mantle coming up here in this home first. To face Carl Erskine. Bauer, leading off, comes up with a 286 series mark. Beautiful afternoon. The wind is blowing toward right center, but that's deceptive because there are swirling currents here at Yankee Stadium, and that can make the ball do tricks. Bauer in and waiting. Erskine all set. And the right hand, his first pitch, is down the middle for a called strike. Speaking of Yogi Berra before the ball game, he expressed himself as well satisfied with the direction of the breeze today. That's about the first thing that the sluggers look for as they come out to the park. Strike one to Bauer. A changeup floats in high. And the count is one and one. Collins is on deck, followed by Mantle. There's no score. We're in the home first. Sandy Amos is not playing too deep a left. He is back at a respectable distance, however. Snyder's playing a fairly deep left center. 
The pitch is swung on. There's a long fly ball going to deep center. Strider's going far back and makes the catch. As he makes the catch, he trips and falls to the ground. Holds out of the ball. Bowers out. Hank Bauer sending a long fly ball to Duke Snyder, who went back, hauled it in. And as he made the catch, tripped over the ground. That one was squatted over 400 feet. Here's Collins. Coming up, batting 111. He's two RBIs in the series, left-handed batter. And the first pitch is wide for a ball. one to Joe Collins. He stands fairly erect the plate, likes to crouch slightly as the pitcher gets set to throw. The pitch is over for a called strike on the inside corner, and the count now is one and one to Collins. Mickey Mantle is on deck. One out, home first, and no score in the game. Erskine walks in, gets the side from Campanella. Here's the pitch. And it's over for a strike. Two strikes to Joe Collins. Campanella appears to have been uh, injured on that play as he uh, sunk to his knees. It appeared on that last pitch to Collins that the ball just fairly nicked his bat, enough to be deflected down against Campanella, who appears to have had the breath knocked out of him. And the trainer has come out forward. Carl Erskine has come in off the mound. And the count is two strikes and a ball. Happy now gets back up. Collins that time appeared to try to check the swing. And the ball, if it ticked, just barely did so, enough to deflect it under Campanella's mitt. Mark got his breath. He says he's all right. And now we'll have a few warm-up pitches from Erskine just to make sure the trainer's gone back into the dugout. Two strikes and a ball to Joe Collins, and we're set now to resume action with one out in this home first. Erskine starts the windup, and here it comes. High inside. The count is two and two to Collins. Carrillo is playing back on the edge of the cinder path in right center. Just in front of the 344 mark there in Yankee Stadium. Left-handed batters have a good target to swing for. The pitch. There goes a line shot to right field. It's just inside the right field line, going to the right field corner. Guerrero covers the ball as it comes off the wall, and Collins goes to the second, beating the throw. It's a two-base hit for Joe Collins. A line shot. About five or six feet inside the right field line, went in the corner. The wall there sort of breaks away in uh, circular fashion. 
Carrillo fumbled it slightly. Collins went into second with a two-bagger, and here's Mickey Mantle. Mantle batting 273. Has a homer so far in the series. Collins on second base. Here's the pitch, and it's wide for a ball. That is the first hit of this game. And it was a well-stroked ball by Joe Collins. Mickey Mantle, batting left-handed, of course, against Erskine. They're not shifting for Mantle with Collins on second base. Ball won the count. Erskine ready. Here it comes. And there's a slow grounder. Going forward is Hodges. The pitcher covers for the out. Hodges to Erskine as Collins moves to third. That was a slow one going out to Hodges, who really had a rush for the ball, who was right and in just a bit. And Erskine uh, had a speed over to the bag. Because with a man like Mantle running, you just can't waste any time out there defensively. Nicky can really go. Here's Yogi Berra, who is a 364 series average, five RBIs, and one homer. That great big one over there in Evansville. Here's the pitch, and it's a called strike on the outside corner. On third base is Collins. They're two away. This is the home first. Darrell waits. The pitch is missed. And that warrior here is because Erskine pulled the string on that one. He changed up speeds. And Barra gave it a big ripple. But nothing happened except strike two. Erskine, a very poised and tricky pitcher. Now looks up at the sign with a two-strike count. Collins on third and two away. The next pitch is inside. Moves Yogi back slightly from the plate. Erskine moves that ball around a lot. Two strikes and a ball. And there's another changeup fouled off the left. And out of play. Two strikes and a ball. Carl uses fastballs, curves, the slider, and the changeup. And all very effectively. Carl got off to a poor start this past season that rallied for nine straight wins from mid-June through August. Two strikes and a ball to Berra. Here's the windup on Erskine's pitch. Is sent on the ground. Pee-wee Reese, the Dodger shortstop, made a head-first dive trying to cut off that one as it went back to the middle and slightly to the left of second base. He made a head-first dive when sprawling for He was just about a foot or so away as Vera... Then they went out to center as driven in Collins with the first run. And the Yankees are out in front by a score of 1-0 on two hits. Enos Slaughter, batting 583, steps in and looks at a called strike. Enos has four RBIs and one homer. Strike one to Slaughter. Vera on first base. 
And there's a pitch low, and the count is one and one. For Yogi Berra, his sixth RBI in the series. One and one to Slaughter. Here it comes, and it's low for a ball. Two balls and a strike. We peer way out there in left center. It appears that there's action starting in the Brooklyn bullpen. There's a top ball going down the third baseline. The pitcher goes over. Here's the first base for the out. Fast feeling by Erskine as water topped one. It was about three or four feet inside the line. And only fast feeling from Erskine to Hodges, retired Slaughter, streaking the first base for the out. So that takes care of action in the home first, with the total showing one run. There were two hits, no errors, and one left. And the score after the first inning, Yanks won, Brooklyn nothing. The top of the second. Jackie Robinson leads off. He's batting 364. Has had one homer. Sturdivant on the mound. Here comes the pitch. And it's wide for a ball. Robinson, Hodges, and Amos here in this second. And the score, Yanks won, Brooklyn nothing. Mantle has gone over to left center for Jackie Robinson. Slaughter's deep and left. Here's the next pitch, and a curve breaks over on the outside corner. Beautiful curveball that time. It's by one-on-one count. One-on-one to Robinson, batting in the number four slot. Here's Sturdivant's next one, and there's a foul just off to our right. With the inevitable scramble for a prize souvenir. Two strikes and the ball to Robinson. Before the ball game, Walt Austin told me that it appears that Magley is almost a certainty for the ball. And Casey Stengel was saying that at the moment, and this was before the game, he was leaning toward Turley or Larson with Turley a very strong possibility. Two strikes, ball one to Jackie Robinson. And the next pitch is wide, and the count now is two and two. Tom Sturdivant, 26 years old, on the mound. 6'1", 180 pounds. Two and two the count to Jackie Robinson. The right-hander's next one is a curve which comes in low. And it goes to three and two. Sturdivant was second to Ford in the number of strikeouts on the Yankees this season. He likes to keep that ball low. Three and two. Steps back off the mound for the moment, goes to the Rosen dive. Tom making his first series start, but his fourth series appearance in all. And now Robinson steps out and calls for the Rosen dive, which is flipped up by the on-deck man, Gil Hodges, with a three and two count. Jackie stretches just a bit, now he's moving back in the batter's box. 
Gerdeman again to the Rosenbach. And punch the cop. Tom has a little habit there of pounding that ball into his glove before getting the sign. He's ready for the three and two pitch, and it's lined foul. It was a drive just about ten feet or so outside the left field line and fairly deep into the box seats there. And Jackie really cracked that one. So it remains three and two. Mantle has gone over just a bit more toward left center. Robinson stands deep in the batter's box waiting. Sturdivant again puts that ball into his glove. Now looks him for the sign. Here's a three and two pitch. Inside, ball four. Robinson draws the walk. And that brings up Gil Hodges, who has a 600 World Series average. He has a homer and seven runs batted in. Gill is only two away from the record of nine RBIs in a series set by Lou Gehrig back in 1928. You can find many interesting facts such as these in the official encyclopedia of baseball. So Hodges is in there with Robinson on first. Here comes the pitch, and it's over for a call strike. Hodges, a right-handed batter, sets himself firmly there in the batter's box. Pitcher is never quite at ease with a man like Robinson on base. A great runner, great base stealer. The pitch is wide. Barra had to go to his knees that time as he reached out. And the count is one and one to Hodges. As a matter of fact, with a fellow like Robinson on base, everybody is even more on their toes. Infielders, catcher, the pitcher, and even the outfielders who will have to get that jump on the ball. There's a foul off the end of Hodges' bat going off to the right. And it's two strikes and ball one. Hodges, a tremendous power hitter up there. Who finished with a very strong outburst of slugging toward the end of the season. He had topped 100 RBIs for six straight years prior to this year when he fell short of 87. But he really ended up strong. And of course, he's been slugging that ball in the series. Two strikes and a ball. There's a foul back behind home plate. Count remains two strikes, ball one, as Larry Knopp throws a new ball out to Sturdivant on the mound. Among other pitchers, Sturdivant throws a knuckleball up there. Not of the floating variety. It comes up with fairly good speed and then dips. It's a pitch that the catchers have to be very alert on because they're not sure which way it's going to break. Robinson on first base. The score, Yanks one, dodges nothing. And there's a throw from Sturdivant over to Collins, and Jackie's back to the bag. Time as Larry Knapp gets a new supply of baseballs. And Hodges out of the battle's box. Now Big Gill steps back in. Two strikes, ball one. The stretch and the pause by Sturdivant. And the pitch. There goes a foul off to the right. Into the seats. Remains two strikes in the ball. 
from Sandwich back and caught that one. Everybody is very sympathetic to somebody else who catches a foul ball. Usually rewards the gentleman, or in some cases, the lady, with a round of applause. Two strikes, ball one to Hodges. They're playing him deep and slightly toward left. Robinson makes a ball break. Here comes the pitch. A three and a miss by Hodges. And Robinson scurries back to the bag. Hodges out on a strikeout. Sturdivan came in that time with a breaking pitch as Hodges went down swinging. And keeping uh, one careful eye over Jackie Robinson, we saw that he did his utmost that time to rattle the pitcher. And the catcher as he made a false break towards second and scurried back just to put it so close to the bag. Sandy Amrose, that's for tender. There goes Robinson. Amrose sends a high foul pop-up outside of first base. Waiting for it is Collins. He gets the first to first base. And there would have been a double play, except for the throw by Collins. As I told you, Robinson broke and had a tremendous jump. He fled down a second. As Amaro swung and fell one outside of first, Collins waited for it. It was up pretty high. And Collins took it, and Robinson then started a race back toward first base. Sturdivant went over to cover the back. Collins made a throw, trying to double off Robinson. It was a wild throw, and Collins is charged with an error. So Robinson stays at first, and here's Perillo batting 4-17. McDougal came up with the ball. And the pitch comes in low. on the count, and he swings and misses. One and one. Joe Collins has had the misfortune to come up with two errors in the series so far, but he's a hustling competitor, and you never can tell when he is going to explode. He is double today. There's a strike call. The oddity about the Collins errors is the fact that he had none in the regular season. So far this afternoon, he has scored the Yankee run. Doubling the right and scoring on Barrow's head. Count two strikes, ball one to Perillo. Robinson on first. Two away. Here's the pitch, and it comes in low from Sturdivant. Count now two and two. to Perillo. Steps back slightly from the plate. Now he's back in the waiting. Robinson is taking a fairly good-sized lead, and Sturdivant is keeping an eye on him. Now throws to first base, and Jackie gets back to the bag. Again, Jackie edges off. He just looks like he's brimming with tension, all set to launch into a run toward second. 
leads a little further. Here comes the pitch, and there's a ground foul out center third. Two and two as Perillo steps out and now back in. Robinson on first base. Jackie looks out there, concentrating on the pitcher, Sturdivant and Freddy. Here it comes, and there's a ball which goes down the first baseline to Collins. Perillo tried to check his swing. And the ball just took it off his bat with an easy grounder over to Collins, who just had to pick it up, touch the bag, and Perillo was out to retire the side. So here in the uh, top of the second, no runs, no hits. There was an error, and one left. And the score at the middle of the second inning, Yanks won, Brooklyn nothing. Martin, batting 273 in the series, leads off against Erskine. Swings, sends a high fly ball out to short left. Sandy Ambrose comes in and has it. One out, and we pause 10 seconds for station identification. This mutual, the radio network for all America. For the best in music, news, and sports, it's always WFOX Milwaukee. Here at Yankee Stadium, this is Bob Wolf along with Bob Neal. The score of the ball game, Yankees won, Brooklyn nothing. There's one out in the home second, and Gil McDougal, batting 222, is at the plate. That's his series average. The pitch is a curve at the knees for a called strike. McDougal followed by Andy Carey. Erskine comes over another curve. There's a one-hopper to Robinson. The throw across the diamond, and there are two away. Robinson to Hodges. Andy Carey is hitting 167. He is batting eighth in the batting order, weighing third base. Comes up with two outs in the home second, and the Yankees in front with a one nothing score. They score it as Collins double to right and scored on Ferris hit through the middle, slightly to the left of second. Terry waiting. Takes high for a ball. Here it comes. And a cut and a miss. One and one. As Terry now steps out to get some dirt. Two right-handers working today. The last five series games in Philly have been won by left-handers. One and one. A change-up is fouled by. And the count now, two strikes in the ball. Last five series games here at Yankee Stadium have found southpaws on top, Ford and 56, and Ford Burns, Ford Padres in 55. Two strikes, ball one. And there's a called strike as the curveball comes over the outside corner for a strike three. So Carey is out. And in the home second, there are no runs. 
no hits, no errors, and nobody left. The score after two innings, Yanks one, Brooklyn nothing. Roy Campanella leads off the third, batting 200. Tom Sturdivant, ready to work on the mound as the uh, third inning gets underway. Campanella, batting eighth and doing the catching. Stocky, right-handed batter, stands fairly close to the plate. Here's Sturdivant's pitch, and it's a curve on the outside corner for a called strike. Strike one to Campanella. Sturdivant's next one is a wild pitch which sails behind Campanella and went all the way back to the base of the screen behind home plate. That was a wild one. One and one, the count to Campanella. the sign now from Darrell. And the pitch of fastball, which is low. Two balls, strike one. Driven, keeping those pitches low. It's a very sunny outfield this afternoon with slaughter and mantle out there with the sunlight streaming down. Over in right field, the shadows have already come over the stadium. And the bower is out there, not in the sun. The pitch is wide, missing the outside corner. He goes to ball three and strike one to Campanella, leading off here in the third inning. In both the first and the second innings, the first man up to face tournament has drawn walks. And now he's threatening to find the same fate for falling him here in the third. Three balls, strike one. Now he grips that ball, looks out for the mound. Here's Stridiman's pitch. A swing and a miss. It was a fastball right down the slot that time. It's now three and two. Strike one to Campanella. Sturdivant's next one is a wild pitch which sails behind Campanella and went all the way back to the base of the screen behind home plate. That was a wild one. One and one, the count to Campanella. now from Bella. And the pitch of fastball, which is low. Two balls, strike one. Driven, keeping those pitches low. It's a very sunny outfield this afternoon with Slaughter and Mantle out there with the sunlight streaming down. Over in right field, the shadows have already come over the stadium. And the Bower is out there, not in the sun. The pitch is wide, missing the outside corner. He goes to ball three and strike one to Campanella, leading off here in the third inning. In both the first and the second inning, the first man up to face Gideon has drawn walks. And now he's threatening to find the same place for falling in here in the third. Three balls, strike one. Now he grips that bat, looks out for the mound. Here's Gideon's pitch. A swing and a miss. 
It was a fastball right down the slot that time. It's now three and two to Campanella. Campanella, 34 years old. A fellow who can stroke that long ball waiting for the three and two pitch. On the way, and there goes the line drive to the left field line. It's in foul territory, just to the left field corner. And as the uh, box seats get out there, near the line, we can see the folks cleaning over. It went behind the seats as we look out here, so we had to wait for the umpire's decision. And Ed Rungy is down there along the left field line. And it can't be that that ball landed more than a foot or so out to the line. It must have been very close. Down in the left field corner, the seats, the box seats got out, and the line, as we view from our broadcast group, disappears behind the seats with the foul pole down there in the corner. And that one landed right out there between the seats and that line. It's the very closest to the line. How much we can't tell you exactly because we do not see that spot, but it was close. Three and two. Here's the next pitch inside in a 12 4. Well, Campanella becomes the third. Brooklyn Dodger to lead off in three innings by drawing a walk. And Joe Collins goes over now to have a word or so with Tom Sturdivant as Tom Erskine comes up. Paul Erskine, that's right, steps in now. With Campanella on first base, and Carey has moved in a third. They stretch from the pause, and the pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike. Carey was coming in, as was Collins on the pitch. Scored the ball game, Yanks won, and the Brooklyn Dodgers nothing. This is the top of the third inning, and Campanella is on base. Here comes Carey creeping in. The pitch is butted, and it's fouled outside the first baseline. It was hit just about five or six feet up in the air, but fell to the ground. Outside the line, Collins came in. He had no chance to haul it in. On the count now is strike two to Erskine, who steps off, looks down for Billy Herman, the third base coach for the moment, before stepping back in. Mantle has moved in. He's playing fairly shallow in center. Here it comes. A swing and a miss. And Erskine is out. One out and one on. Campanello's at first. And Gilliam, who drew a walk in the first one, now comes up here in the third. Gilliam looks at a called strike that was a curveball in the inside corner. Strike one to Gilliam, batting the number one slot, playing second base. Gilliam is a highly respected leadoff man. There goes a foul ball to short center. Mattel waiting, and he has it. Two 
two away, Campanella on first, and the batter is Pee Wee Reese. The rookie to call strike three in the first inning. This is the series in which some of the fellows who put on a few years are still making the headlines. Slaughter. Smadley. And, of course, you can't overlook Pee Wee Reese. Plus many more. Here's the pitch, and it's low for a ball. Pee Wee, the only player still active, performed in the first Yankee Dodger Series meeting back in 1941. Playing Pee-wee on us straight away. Campanella on first with two outs and the score. Yanks one and Brooklyn nothing. There's a strike delivered on the outside corner by Tom Sturdivant. One and one. Tom goes back to the Rosen bag. Now looks going to get the sign from Yogi Berra. Here's the pitch. And there's a foul to the right. Now two strikes for the ball to Reese. Molly Knapp goes out to dust off home plate. The weather has been just perfect for this World Series. Blue skies overhead, dotted with some white clouds. Sun beating down. It rained last night in New York City. And it also rained, uh, drizzled, for a while this morning. But around noon... The sun came forth, and it's been a perfect afternoon ever since. The infield certainly is in excellent shape. Outfield just a bit down. Here's the pitch coming in wide. The count now is two and two. Slight breeze continues to blow toward right center. Down two and two to Reese. Campanella on first base, and they're two away. He missed the top of the third. Should have likes to keep going to that rosin bag. Now Tom Wilson gets the sign. Stretch and a pause. And the pitch is fouled back. Remains two and two to Huey Reese. Who has played 14 seasons with the Dodgers, not counting three more in the service. 37 years old, lives in Louisville. Dean of National League players. The captain of the team. Two and two. Here it comes. Right three is called on the outside corner. This time that Pee Wee has been out on strikeout, so it's a call strikeout in the series. And in the top of the third now, there are no runs, no hits, no errors. And one left. The score at the middle of the third. Yanks one, Brooklyn nothing. Tom Stradivin. There's the applause as he comes up on the home third. in the ball game, there have been two hits. Bowes by New York, Collins with a double to right, and Barrow with a single to center, driving in Collins for the only run so far today. Sturdivant at the plate, that's left-handed, swings, sends a pop-up going to short left, it may drop, it does! 
raced one into short left field, and Reese went running back into his right. Amaros came rushing in. The ball dropped back there, I'd say just about 20 feet or so on the outfield grass. And Trinovant is on with a single. Slicing one out to very short left. Here's Bauer, who fought out deep to Snyder in the first inning. That is the third hit of the ball game. Yankees have them all. Bauer up. Sturdivant on first. And there's a throw over the first base by Erskine, and Sturdivant hurries back. He was only about two or three feet off the bag. Has his jacket on. The score, 1-0 New York. We're in the home third. The pitch is high for a ball. On that pitch, Hodges broke in toward home plate, anticipating that Bauer might possibly lay one down. He did not make any move. It was ball one. Robinson is playing in a line with the bag of third. Reese and Gilliam at double play depth. Here it comes, and this one is pointed and popped up. Foul and taken by Campanella. and has scored the only run. Steps in. Collins, a left-handed batter, up there with one out and one on. Here it comes, and it's a called strike. Good curveball by Erskine. In Erskine's 14th strikeout game of 1953, he got Collins and Mantle four times apiece on uh, strikeouts, as we discover this and other facts in the official encyclopedia of baseball. But today, Collins has doubled, and Mantle has grounded out. There's a swing and a miss. Ball strike two. Two strikes to Collins, with Sturdivant on first, with his finger with short left. And there's one away. Collins stands with feet fairly close together. A stretch and a pause by Erskine. And the next pitch comes in high. Now two strikes and a ball to Collins. There's one out. And on deck, Mickey Mantle. playing far back in the right for Collins, just on the edge of the cinder path there. Here it comes, and there goes the ground ball to Gilliam, over to Reese for one, back to Hodges, double play. Five retired in this home third, with no runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left. And the score, after three innings of the ball game, Yankees won, Brooklyn, nothing. The fourth inning finds Duke Snyder, Jackie Robinson, Joe Hodges, the first three men up for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Snyder grounded out on the first inning. Tom Sturdivant working in the mound behind a one nothing lead. Sturdivant keeping that ball low. And 
So far in the ball game, the Dodgers have hit only one ball to the outfield. That was Gilliam's fly to Mickey Mantle in the third inning. Otherwise, in the first, we saw a walk. Gilliam was out attempting to steal second. A strikeout and a ground off. In the second, a strikeout, a foul out and a ground off. And a strikeout, a fly out, and another strikeout in the third. That's what has happened so far. In the first three innings, Sturdivant let off by giving up a walk. Two of these men were stranded. The other in the first inning was thrown out of second. Snyder leads off now in the fourth with the Yankees in front by a 1-0 score. That one run for those who may have joined us late. Collins double to right. Moved to third on Mantle's ground out and scored on Barron's hit to center. There goes a line drive to right field for a base hit. It's up against the wall. Snyder's on the way to second. There's a throw from Ball. It's going to be close. He is safe at second base. Snyder in with a double. Beating the throw to Gil McDougall. That is the first hit for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Dodgers, a two-dagger by Duke Snyder to right. Bauer made a fine throw to McDougall, and Snyder with a slide beat it. So, the crowd here now senses further action as Jackie Robinson, who drew a walk in the second, is getting set now. He's still outside the batter's box. And the Brooklyn Dodgers, with their first hit to three for New York, have the time run on second base. The first man up for the Dodgers in each of the first four innings has been on base. Three with walks, and now Snyder with the first hit. Mantle has moved over to left center slightly. The pitch to Robinson is fouled off to the right for strike one. And Billy Martin is coming in now to have a few words with Tom Sturdivant. Delayed trots back to his position. Snyder on second with a leadoff two dagger here in this fourth inning. There have been two doubles, one by Collins and one by Snyder. Both have been to right field. Robinson waits with a one-strike count. Sturdivant's pitch is fouled back to the screen for strike two. Sturdivant again is back off the mound. This past season, Tom won 16 and lost 8. Snyder is blocked back to second by Sturdivant. No throw made. And now the uh, Duke leads off again. McDougald for Robinson is 
Move toward his right, far over in the hole, so Snyder is a pretty good territory to range. Robinson sends a foul back near the screen. Bell is coming back near the screen and makes the catch. Robinson is out. Snyder stays at second. And before Gil Hodges steps in the batter's box, we pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. WLS Chicago. Here in Yankee Stadium, this is Bob Wolf along with Bob Neal. Snyder is on second with one out, and Hodges, who's fucked out on the second, comes up now with the Yankees leading one nothing, and the Dodgers threatening. Sturdivant with a scratch of pause, and the pitch is missed. That appeared to be a knuckler on the outside corner. Hodges gave it a big swing for strike one. The pitch was really broke. McDougal is moved far over in the uh, shortstop post. Here it comes. And there goes a liner to short center for a base hit. Snyder is on the way to the plate. And he scores. Hodges on first base. The ball game is tied at 1-1. That was a soft liner which didn't carry too far beyond second into short center field. As Hodges now has eight RBIs in the series. Snyder scoring from second. And the ball game is locked in a 1-1 tie. Both hits for the Dodgers have come here in the fourth. Sandy Amos, who fouled out in the second, is in there now. Playing him slightly around toward right. He swings, and the line drive right to Collins, who has it, touches the bag. Double play as Hodges is doubled off first. Quick double play. So on the top of this fourth inning, one run, two hits, no errors, and nobody left. And the score at the middle of the fourth inning. Brooklyn won, and the Yankees won. Well, Collins really made a quick stab at that one. Fine defensive play. The home for it, and it's Mickey Mantle. Leading off against Paul Erskine. Mantle's grounded out his first time up. The pitch is over for a called strike. The Yankees scored the one on the first, Collins two bad to the right. He moved to third as Mantle was grounding out. He scored on Barra's hit into center. Dodgers came back with a run on the top of the inning. Hodges driving in Snyder. And there's the pitch coming in high. It's one and one to Mantle. Snyder doubled in the top of the inning. And after Robinson fouled out, Hodges singled a new short center to bring the Duke across the plate. So it's a 1-1 ball game with a count of 1-1 one one to Mantle. The next pitch floats in just a bit too close. Two balls and a strike. 
Two balls, strike one. And a strike is called as the curve broke up the knees in the inside corner. On the count now is two and two to Mickey Mantle. We've noticed that the Brooklyn Dodger pitchers, for the most part, have thrown a lot of pitches to Mantle just above the knees on the inside corner. Two and two. And this is one coming in wide for three and two. Mantle followed by Bella and Slaughter. So Erskine certainly has his work cut out for him on this home fourth. One one the score. Three and two to Mantle. Here's the windup. And Carl's pitch is a curve low. Ball four as Mantle draws the walk. And that is the first walk that Erskine has yielded. Yogi Berra, who was driven in the uh, Yankee run with a ground single to center, is up there now with Mantle on first and nobody out. A 1-1 ball game. Mantle on first base. Leads off the back. Here's the pitch. And it's a change-up high for a ball. Erskine likes to keep changing speeds out there in the mound. And has a wide variety of pitchers. Amos is playing a fairly shallow left center. Snyder far back in right center. There's a pitch low. Ball two. Perillo is on the cinder path in right. So the big hole for Yogi Berra at the moment would be a poke out of the shortstop into left center field. Or, of course, if he could slice one inside the left field line. But they're playing mainly to hit and pull toward right. The pitch is low. Ball three. Erskine has come down off the mound to get the ball back from Campanella. Now decides to go for the Rosenberg with the count of ball three on Yogi Berra. Mantle on first base. And nobody out of the home fourth. Here's the pitch. Down the middle for a called strike. Came in letter high. Erskine's curves, which have been missing, have not been missing by too much. Mainly, they've been coming in just a bit on the low side. Three balls and a strike. There goes Mantle. Vera sends a high foul ball off to the left. Hit up against the facing of the upper deck and fell down below. So it's three and two. And Mantle jogs back to first base. Three and two, the count to Yogi Berra. As again, Erskine goes for the Rosenberg. Appears to be some Dodger bullpen activity. There goes Mantle again. Berra swings and misses. Campanella throws to second. Too late. Mantle goes in sliding. He's going to throw to Pee Wee Reese. As Berra went out on a strikeout. Mickey Mantle is on second with a stolen base. Moving on the three and two pitch as Yogi Berra went down swinging. And the old pro, Enos Slaughter, comes up with a man on second and one out. 
Out of the mound, Walt Austin has gone out along with Roy Campanella to speak to Carl Erskine. Mighty pleased that this broadcast is going around the world. Our Armed Forces Radio taking it overseas. And now Manager Austin is coming back in for the dugout. As Slaughter steps up, and he will get an intentional walk. Well, you see the results of the confab coming up now. Campanella signals, and there's ball two. As Slaughter is being put on first, Mantle is on second for the walk of stolen base, and there's one out. Sets up the double play possibility, and it also brings up a right-handed batter in the person of Billy Martin against the right-hander Erskine on the mound. Slaughter jogs to first base with the intentional walk. And Billy Martin, who is fly to left field, and a two-home run in the series so far, steps in. a tremendous World Series competitor as his past record and uh, this year's record is already proved. Two on, one out. Here's the pitch and it's high for a ball. Grace and Gilliam set up a double play depth. The score of the ball game, Brooklyn won and the Yankees won. And this is the home court. Martin takes low. It's ball two. Billy's homer off Craig in the uh, third game the other day was his sixth and 25 World Series game. He had nine in the total of 121 regular season contests this past year. Ball two. Erskine looks back. Then delivers a fastball, which is far to the right and out of play. On the count now, two balls and a strike. There are two fast men on the bases, that's for sure. Mantle and Slaughter. Martin outside the batter's box. With a ball two and strike one count. Jill McDougal is on deck. the pitch, and there goes a line drive to left center for a base hit. Mantle is coming around third. He'll score. Water moves to third, and the throw goes to second. The Martins on first, and the Yankees go in front. Well, there's that roommate combination paying off again. In the first game of the series, you may recall that all of the Yankee runs came on homers, three runs by Mantle and Martin. And here today, we've seen the two roommates coming through as Mantle came into score on Billy Martin's head. Water moved to third, and New York leads 2-1. Gil McDougall at the plate. 
Carter on third, Martin on first. There's one out. McDougal about it, grounded out last time up. He looks at a called strike. Martin laced that one to left center field. Four hits for the Yankees. Two for Brooklyn. McDougal waits. And passes up the curveball. Canada's one and one. One and one to McDougal to ground it out in the second. Lauder edges off third. Martin off first. Here's the pitch. And there's a foul just in front of our booth. For two strikes and a ball. Gill steps out for the moment. Erskine gets a bit of rousing. He's rubbing up the ball. Certainly has been a game just packed with thrills so far today. Now Erskine looks in to get the sign. Count two strikes and a ball to McDougal. There goes Billy Martin. McDougal swings. Sends a high fly ball to Snyder in center. There's the tag up by Slaughter. He comes in to score after the catch. Martin got back toward first. He was running on the pitch. And he's the first now as Gil McDougal. Sending a fly ball to Snyder in center. Gets a sacrifice fly with Ignis Slaughter. Tagging and scoring after the catch. Martin stayed at first. And that means that in this home fourth, the Yankees have scored twice to break a 1-1 tie and move in front 3-1. Here's Andy Carey. Martin on first. They're now two away. And the pitch comes in high for a ball. Both men who walked here in the fourth, and they were the first two men that Erskine has walked, came in to score. One walk was intentional. They throw to first base, and Martin is back at the bag. Now leads off again. Kerry Whitty, ball won the count. Here it comes, and there's a foul back over our heads and out of play, and the count is one and one. The Yankees lead 3-1. In the home fourth of this game. Carey outside the batter's box for a moment. And uh, Larry Knott takes this opportunity to get a few more baseballs. The plate umpire this afternoon. Little rosin for Erskine. Stretch in the pause. And the pitch. A bunt. Halfway to the mound. Erskine comes in to field a first to first for the yard. Gary tried to cross him up on that one, but didn't succeed. The side retired. With the total showing, two runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. The score, after four, Yanks three, Brooklyn one. 
great job managing Cincinnati. You know, I was just thinking, Bertie, you're so well known by your nickname. There'll be a lot of folks looking in the best pocket edition of the official encyclopedia of baseball to discover that the real moniker is George Robert Evans. Bertie, what's your reaction to the game so far? Well, I think except for that little bit of wildness that Erskine faced last inning, that it's certainly a pitcher's game. And from up here, watching this tournament's curveball breaking, I think it's going to be pretty tough for the Dodgers to get those two runs back. Will you predict what we might see in the way of uh, strategy from here on in? Well, I think that as soon as they can, they'll get Labine in the game uh, at a spot where he won't be used uh, up uh, for a pinch hitter. And from then on, it's just a question of can the... Uh, Brooklyn Cup come from behind. They're a great ball club. Thank you very much, Bertie Seven. All right, Bob. Here now, the fifth inning, and it's Carl Farillo leading off to be followed by Campanella. Sherman is working behind a three-to-one lead. There's a swing and a miss. Strike one to Perillo. Perillo grounded out on the second. It's Kurtman's next offering. A knuckler wide. And it's one and one to Carl Perillo. Strikes in the ball. Brillo steps back in. Two strikes. Ball one the count. So far, there have been uh, two hits yielded by Stridovitz, and they've produced a run in the fourth. Brillo, the leadoff man in the fifth. Tom struts the windup. And his pitch, a fastball, is set on the ground, skipping off Haley. He picks it up, makes the throw to eight. Morello is across first base. And we'll see how that is ruled by the official score. An error, charged to Andy Carey. Morello on first. Campanella steps in. He walked in the third. Happy up there with Perillo on first base and nobody out. And there's a line drive to short left for a base hit. Perillo moves into second and Campanella's on first. Water fumbled the ball slightly, but whipped it into third, and there was no further advance. Campanella is on first, Perillo is on second. And we're going to have Rube Walker coming up as a pinch hitter for Carl Erskine.
shortstop going out of the mound with the Brooklyn Dodgers coming to life here. Al Rube Walker coming up. That's left. Hit 212 this past season. He steps in. Swings and misses. Strike one. This is his first official at bottom of the series. Here it comes. And the pitch is low. And it's one and one to Walker. Hitting here in the fifth for the pitcher. With the Dodgers having Thrillo on second and Campanella on first. Trailing to the New York Yankees, 3-1. Walker's first official time up in any World Series. He sends a hopper out to Martin. Over to McDougal for one. Back to Collins, two. On the play, Perillo moves to third. There are two outs in this fifth inning with Gilliam coming up. He has walked and fly to center. The Yankees have had two double plays in this game. Gilling is in there with Perillo on the third base. Here's the pitch, and it's low for a ball. Score Yanks three, Brooklyn one. Tom Stridivan puts in for a moment toward the Yankee dugout. Now he's set as he gets the sign from Yogi Berra. Ball one to Gilliam. The pitch, a curve is low for ball two. Going inside. And Sturdivan has stepped back off the mound. He looks around at his defensive setup for the moment. Now tugs his cap and goes to the rosin bag. Gilliam stands fairly deep in the batter's box waiting. Perillo leads off third. Here's the windup. And Sturdivan's pitch is fouled off to the left, upstairs. Two balls, strike one. Bauer back there, a deep right. And Slaughter is playing fairly deep and left. Mantle is not overly deep in center for Gilliam. Two balls and a strike. The pitch, inside. And the count, three balls, strike one. The Dodgers have had the leadoff man on base in each of the five innings here. But so far, capitalized only once with the score. That was in the fourth. There's one down the middle. And the count of three and two to Gilliam. 
Three and two to Jim Gilliam. Martin chops a few words in. To pitcher Tom Sturdivant. Now the sign from Barra. Right-hander starts the windup. Delivers. And there's a ground ball. Collins moves to his right. Sturdivant covers the throw to the out. Fifth inning, no runs, one hit, one error, and one left. And the score after the middle of the fifth inning, Yanks three, Brooklyn one. Well, so far, that one run was brought across by Duke Snyder. He scored five so far in the series. That's a habit with Duke, though. He led the league in runs in 1953, 54, and 55, according to the league leader section of the best pocket official encyclopedia of baseball. And now, it's my great pleasure to bring up to the microphone a fellow who can really do a great job here at the mic. For the second half of the game, here's Bob Neal. Thank you, Bob Wolf. Hello, everybody. We're moving into the last half of the fifth inning, and the Dodgers will have a new pitcher, Ed Roebuck, who uh, appeared in the second game of the series, coming on. Ed, 55, according to the league leader section of the best pocket official encyclopedia of baseball. And now, it's my great pleasure to bring up to the microphone a fellow who can really do a great job here at the mic. For the second half of the game, here's Bob Neal. Thank you, Bob Wolf. Hello, everybody. We're moving into the last half of the fifth inning, and the Dodgers will have a new pitcher, Ed Roebuck, who uh, appeared in the second game of the series, coming on. He had a right-hander, has worked one-third of an inning, and he did not give up a hit, nor a run, nor a base on balls, nor did he strike out anybody. And uh, naturally, he did not get credit for a victory or a loss. So Roebuck, the right-hander, comes on in relief of Carl Erskine in game number four. Of the World Series of 1956 holds some kind of a strange hold on Carl Erskine because it was game number four in 1955 that found Carl uh, on his way. So Eddie Roebuck is on to pitch now for the Brooklyn Dodgers and the New York Yankees holding a 3-1 lead. It had only four hits off Carl Erskine, three hits by the Dodgers off Tom Sturdivant. And the first batter is going to be the pitcher. Nice hand for Tom Sturdivant. Tom sliced a blooper out in the left field in the third inning. He had one of the four hits off Carl Erskine. He bats to the left side. Jackie Robinson moves in close at third. The outfield pulls just a few steps to the right. The pitch by Roebuck. A fastball comes down over the outside corner for strike one. Roebuck, uh, who's from East Millsboro, Pennsylvania, 6'2", 180 pounder. Looks into Campanella, and the pitch coming to Sturdivant. A fastball swung on and fouled. Started down the line, but stopped as umpire Larry Knapp bought in front of the plate, motioned that the ball was foul. So back now comes Tom Sturdivant. Tom uh, broke into baseball as a third baseman and second baseman, and thus is a good hitter, and during the regular season, led the Yankee hitters. Where's number 47, chokes up about three inches on the edge of the handle over a closed stance. Ready now is Ed Roebuck to two-strike delivery. Swung on, missed, and it's fouled off. So it's just two-strike count. Got a little piece of it. Campanella trying to hang on 
Didn't quite make it. And so, still alive is Tom Sturdivant. Sandy Ambrose is shallow in left field with Duke Snyder around in right center. And over in right field is Carl Frillo. Right side of the infield, backed up for the Dodgers. And Roebuck's ready with a two-strike delivery. Way outside, fastball, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Sturdivant, all set and back in there. Frankie Corsetti is coaching over at third for the Yankees. Bill Dickey at first. The wind blowing out to right center. The pitch comes, swung on, a ground ball foul going over near the Yankee dugout and right in. Grabbed by Billy Hunter, who throws it on out to the bat boy. So the count, one ball, two strikes. The Yankees uh, got a run in the first inning on a double by Joe Collins and a single by Yogi Berra. A ball hit between second base and the shortstop Pee Wee Reese. And they added two in the fourth inning and a walk, a stolen base, an intentional walk, and a single by Martin. And a sacrifice fly by Gil McDougall. A pitch to Sturman. Slices a fly ball in the left field. Amaros with the glasses down. Backs up. He's got it. One out in the fifth inning for the Yankees. While we wait for Hank Bauer to step up, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. This is Bob Neal with Bob Wolf in Yankee Stadium. And Hank Bauer, who is 0 for 2 on the day, is ready. And the pitch comes. A sidearm fastball over the inside corner. Bell high. Strike one. The Dodger outfield playing Hank Bauer to pull the ball with Amaros deep in left and around the corner. Duke Snyder over in left center field. Jackie Robinson uh, even with third and about four steps off the line. Reese is deep and short. The wind up in the pitch. And there's a swing and a slight foul coming back upstairs on the screen. Out of play. Two strikes. Fourth game has been always uh, filled with a great deal of excitement and some historical portent. For example, in the fourth game, 1928, Babe Ruth hit three home runs. That uh, also is a fact out of the official Encyclopedia of Baseball. Hank Power waiting with a close stance, stands deep in the right-hand batter's box and the two-strike delivery. Way outside goes all the way back to the backstop as Roy Campanella diving to his right was not able to stop it. So the count, one ball, two strikes with the Yankees leading three to one. Nobody will the New York half of the fifth inning. One out. On deck is Joe Collins. Joe in the first inning, double, and hit into a double play in the third. Roebuck in the shadows of the mound looks into Roy Campanella. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch on the way. Swung on by Bauer, and he misses it for strike three. So Ed Roebuck picks up his first strikeout. Third Yankee to strike out today. And about her now is Joe Collins. Joe fired today, had one hit nine times at bat, had two RBIs, had walked once, and had struck out once. And he's one for two today, so he's two for 11 so far in the series. The outfield pulls around the right with Duke Snyder way over in right center field. Frillo back near the wall. A pitch coming, a fastball outside. Ball one. Roebuck comes about three-quarters sidearm. And he can fire that ball.
Joe Collins standing with his feet close together. Crouched down. The pitch to him is swung on. A ground ball foul down the first baseline. Bounces off the facing of the back seat. So the count to Joe Collins. One ball, one strike with two out. Nobody on for the Yankees in the last half of the fifth inning. New York three, Brooklyn one. The Yankees have four hits, and the Brooklyn Dodgers have three. The Yankees have committed two errors. Ready now is Ed Roebuck. The kick and the pitch comes down to Collins. A fastball inside bounces away from Campanella, but no harm done with nobody on base. And the pitch uh, in there, low and inside for ball two. Two balls, one strike. Robinson is shaded over a few steps towards short with Reese shaded over near second. And with his left-handed batter, they're pulling everybody around. Big hole opening straight away center field. Gilliam backed up at second. Hodges deep along the line at first. Roebuck delivers. There's a swing and a fly ball hit into shallow right center field. Gilliam going out. Snyder coming in. Gilliam waving Furlow off, and Gilliam makes the catch. So in the fifth inning, the Yankees go down in 1-2-3 order. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. And Ed Roebuck takes care of the Yankees in the fifth inning. At the end of five, the score, New York Yankees three and the Brooklyn Dodgers one. For the Brooklyn Dodgers, the captain of Brooklyn, Pee Wee Reese, will come on up there. Followed by Duke Snyder and Jackie Robinson. Reese has gone down twice on strikeouts today. In the series, Pee Wee has five hits out of 16 times at bat. He has one triple, two runs batted in. Tom Sturdivant, the right-hander, who has uh, racked up so far four strikeouts, is ready to work the outfield for the Yankees straight away. Yankees leading 3-1. We're in the top of the sixth. Here's the wind-up and the pitch to Reese. Fastball just outside. Ball one. Yogi Barra. Looking out to Tom Sturdivant. Andy Carey is guarding that foul line at third very carefully with Reese up there. Pee-wee, uh, ever-dangerous competitor. Here's the wind-up and the delivery and a ground ball. Top thrower down the third baseline. Carry in for him. the ball. And in safely at first base is Pee-wee Reese. Slow roller along the third baseline. Carey came charging in. And it is ruled as an error. Now it is changed, and it is ruled as a base hit. So Pee-wee Reese gets a base hit on a slow roller down the third baseline. In the opinion of the official score, Reese had it beaten, even if Curry had come up with the ball. Duke Snyder's in there, one hit and two times a bat. The pitch to Duke, just swinging a foul right at the plate. One strike. Yogi Barra asking for a new ball, and the Dodger fans are starting to wake up. As the Yankees lead in this game 3-1, but the Dodgers are uh, threatening to bounce right back. They have a runner at first, a very dangerous base runner. They have the ever-dangerous Duke Snyder, who came up with the first hit off Tom Sturdivant, a double in the fourth inning. So Snyder, who has four hits and 12 times at bat in the series for an even 3.33 average, Holds that bat right on the end. Tom Sturdivant studies the runner at first base. Pee Wee Reese. Here's the pitch coming. A fastball. It's just outside. One ball, one strike. 
Sterling trying to keep that ball on outside so that Snyder cannot get the fat part of the bat on it. Worked that one a little too finely, and he just got it outside. So it's one ball, one strike. The outfield for the Yankees, pull to the right. Mickey Mantle in right center field. Deep in right field, Hank Bauer. Billy Martin deep at second, and McDougal, the shortstop, shaded over near second. Here's the pitch coming to Snyder. Swings out of the high bounder, foul down the first baseline. Gloved by Joe Collins, and the count runs to one ball, two strikes. About a third of uh, Yankee Stadium is in the shadows now. But the folks out on the bleachers are enjoying the sunshine. Shade uh, all the way out to the edge of the infield grass. And McDougal at shortstop in the shade of the tower lights. One ball, two strike pitch, swung on. A little popper out into short right field. Coming in is Mickey Merrill. Going out to Billy Martin. Going out to Hank Bauer. And Bauer makes the grab. Hit out into shallow right center field. Too far out for Martin to get to. And too far in for Mantle to get to by Mr. Bauer. Opening him uh, all the uh, power he had. Just came pumping in and he grabbed it. So Duke Snyder, the big man of the Dodgers, pops out to Hank Bauer in shallow right center field. There's one out for Brooklyn. The batter, Jackie Robinson. Jackie walked in the second inning. He fouled out to the catch in the fourth with Duke Snyder on second base. Robinson has four for 11. He now has four for 12 in the series. Outfield a few steps to left. The pitch by Sturdivant. A fastball right down the middle first strike. Sturdivant has been tagged for only four hits. He did not give up a hit until the fourth inning when he gave up a double to Snyder and a single to Hodges. Gave up a single in the fifth to Campanella and a single here in the sixth to Reed. One strike, one out. Runner at first base. Pee Wee Reese leads away. Joe Collins holds against him. Sturdivant throws over back safely. Jackie Robinson, the right-hand batter, is in there, holds that bat right on the end, lifts it high over his head, swings on this one, misses, and Yogi Berra bluffs the throw down to first. Third of it, pumping that fastball right through the middle. Jackie Robinson tried to whack it out of here, and he missed it. Throw the count to Robinson. Two strikes. Great gathering of baseball fans from all over the world here today. And they are watching the thriller. Although the Yankees lead 3-1. The pitch is outside for a ball. One and two. Curveball just slid outside. That's one ball, two strikes. The only man who has not struck out in the entire series so far is Enos Slaughter. Just one more added chapter to the unbelievable story of the 40-year-old rookie. The stretch by Sturdivant, the kick, the pitch comes down, a ground ball left side, McDougal has it, flips to Martin, and takes the second and throw to first, and he's out of first. The throw to second was too late to get Pee Wee Reese, but the relay to first base was just in time to get Jackie Robinson. So that play uh, actually goes 6-4-3, uh, but there's only one out. Reese on second. 
Pee-wee had a good break on the ball. It was a slow bounder, and by the time uh, McDougal got his throw over to Billy Martin, the Dodger captain was on second. The batter now is Gil Hodges. Gil has struck out at one time today in a single and drove in uh, the Dodger run. Gill, in his 15 appearances, has been on base 10 times. He's had seven hits, three walks. He's batted in eight runs. And he's just one run away from tying Lou Gehrig's nine RBI set in the 1928 World Series. Pitch to him. Swung on. Ground ball left side. McDougal is left. He's up with the ball. He makes his throw, and he's out at first. Fine play by Gil McDougal, who went almost back to second. He got that ball and threw over to first base to Joe Collins to get the runner. So the sixth inning for the Dodgers. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one man left on. At the end of five and a half innings of play, the score, New York Yankees three and the Brooklyn Dodgers one. Talking to uh, Yogi Berra before the game today, we're asking Yogi when he's going to put up his bowling alley, and Yogi's telling us uh, they're bowling it now. Panel is stepping in, and Ed Robot delivers a sweeping fastball low and outside. With that big sidearm delivery, Ed Roebuck makes that ball look like it's coming out of third base. Mantle has walked, stolen the base. He's bounced out. And the pitch comes to him. He swings on this one. Here's the drive. He's in the right center field. Nothing. 
Well, Mr. Mantle uh, walloped one over in Ebbets Field, and he just walloped one uh, here in Yankee Stadium. That ball must have carried a good 35 or 45 feet over the wall, which is 407 feet away. Slaughter tries to check his wing. It's a bouncer right back to Robinson, who fires to first, and he's out. 5-3 in the scoring. Enos trying to check up on his swing. The ball glanced off the handle of his bat, a little uh, roller just to the left of the mound, and grabbed by Jackie Robinson, who shaded over that way, threw him out. Billy Martin, the batter. Billy flied the left field in the second inning. He singled in the fourth inning, drove in a big run for the Yankees. It broke the tie. Pitched by Roebuck. He tries to bunt. Misses first strike. The Yankees, four runs and five hits and two errors. The Brooklyn Dodgers, one run and four hits and no errors. Carl Erskine started, lasted four innings. Ed Roebuck has been on in relief. The pitch to Mickey, uh, Billy Martin is uh, fouled off. Mickey Mantle uh, up on the top step of the dugout is talking over with Hank Bauer. And uh, Enos Slaughter, exactly how he hit that home run. So it's two strikes now to Billy Martin. Wind freshening up, blowing out towards left center field. Here's the delivery to Martin. A swing and a miss for strike three. So Ed Roebuck goes out gloriously by striking out Billy Martin after Mickey Mantle had opened the inning with a big home run. One run, one hit. No errors, and... Nobody left on. At the end, uh, six full innings of play. Score New York Yankees four, and the Brooklyn Dodgers one. The fans are still buzzing, and the fans out in center field were giving the great applause to their particular hero of the moment, Mickey Mantle, for the big home run, which uh, went flying out into the right center field bleachers. Well, it's the top of the seventh inning for the Brooklyn Dodgers and Sandy Amos. With ten batters in there. The outfield pulled the right for the Yankees. Tom Sturdivant on the mound is ready, and the first pitch comes down to Sandy. Swung on. Oh, wow. Way off the facade and bounces back downstairs. Young uh, Mr. Sandy Amos is a little fella but he is strong. Pitch to him. Well, Sandy Amaris going for a change-up curveball. Bounds it down to Billy Martin at the second base, whose throwover is in time for out number one in the seventh inning. And the batter now is Carl Frillo. Carl was safe on an error in the fifth inning. Bouncing ball that uh, Andy Carey moved over. Couldn't quite handle. It was a very tough chance. And Carl has uh, grounded out the first baseman. He uh, also tried to check his swing on a curveball. So Tom Sturdivant's ready. Winds and the pitch comes down. And there's a liner out into center field. Mickey Mantle going back. Still going back. And back, back. He's got it. He's way up in the air. Ball was hit out there about 425 feet away. Mantle with his great speed... Looked like a great defensive halfback in football as he went backpedaling there, and he was uh, really moving back. Reached up and grabbed it at the last second. So there's two out for the Dodgers in the seventh inning. Score, New York Yankees four, Brooklyn Dodgers one. 
And up is the veteran, Roy Campanella. Tom Sturdivant uh, shakes his arms loose, bends down, looks into Yogi Berra. He is ready. And the pitch coming to Roy is a curveball to outside. Venus Lauder, deep in left field. Mickey Mantle a few steps over in left center. And around in right is Hank Bauer. Carey guarding the foul line third. The pitch to Campanella. Fastball down the middle for a strike. One ball, one strike. Roy walks in the third, and he's single in the fifth. He's got three hits and 11 times his bat in the series played so far. 1-1 delivery. Swings on this one. Slices a foul upstairs. So the count is one ball, two strikes. Tom Sturdivant takes a little stroll back to the mound. Sturdivant, uh, again, shakes his arms loose to uh, keep, apparently, his muscles in his right arm flexed. Here's the one-two delivery. Curve. Just missed outside. Two balls, two strikes. Thinking back to uh, fourth games of the World Series, 1946 fourth game, Ennis Slaughter had a home run. Led the cards to a 12-3 victory. Here's the wind-up from the 2-2 delivery. It's too low for ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Back in 1941 in the fourth game, Mickey Owen uh, dropped the pitch, which should have been the last out. Henrik then raced to first, and as you recall, it ignited a four-run rally. These little uh, interesting notes are in the official encyclopedia of baseball, and they're very handy to uh, broadcasters and fans, just anybody that enjoys baseball. Three balls, two strikes, and Tom Sturdivant out there looks in once again, hangs his arms loosely, and the payoff pitch comes to Roy Campanella. Outside ball four, so can't be walked. And the pitch is due up, but we're going to have a pinch hitter for Ed Roebuck. It's going to be Dale Mitchell. Dale Mitchell batting for Ed Roebuck in the seventh inning. Uh, Mitchell has had one appearance as a pinch hitter in the series. He did not uh, get a base hit. So Dale Mitchell, who came to the Brooklyn Dodgers from the Cleveland Indians, the young man from Oklahoma City. Dale has good speed, and his uh, ability to step into the great for the Dodgers uh, during their hot pennant drive was uh, very important. Mitch stands rather loosely in the pitch from Sturdivant to the curve inside. Ball one. The Dodgers have a run at first. The Yankees are leading four to one. We're in the top of the seventh inning. Sturdivant, after retiring the first two men to face him here in the seventh inning, gives up the pass to Roy Campanella. Sendale Mitchell now takes a look down the first baseline. Roy Campanella holding close. Collins playing actually back of the runner with a left-hand batter up there. The pitch coming. Mitchell swings and a fly ball is cut in the left field. Ian Slaughter going over near the line. Still going over and he's got it. Mitchell with a fly ball sliced over in the left field corner and Ian Slaughter moving into the sun. 
Reaches up and grabs it in the seventh inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on for the Dodgers. And at the end of six and a half innings of play, the score, New York Yankees four, and the Brooklyn Dodgers one. And it's 69,705. Well, that'll make the winner's share about the same as uh, last year, which was $9,768.21. Well, Gil McDougall is going to be the first uh, batter here in the last of the seventh inning. We have a new pitcher coming on for the Brooklyn Dodgers. It is number 53. That's Don Drysdale. Strong, fine-looking youngster who stands 6'5", weighing 189 pounds, from Van Nuys, California, and who's uh, just... 20, I believe, turned 20 on the 23rd of July. He's coming on now to pitch for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Don Drysdale, this young fellow can uh, really fire that ball. All right, Gil McDougall is moving in for the New York Yankees. Gil bounced out uh, third to first in the second inning. Had a sacrifice fly in the fourth inning. Swing for the first pitch and uh, lines one foul. Umpire Ben Finelli out there hit, and umpire Finelli leans against the railing. It hit him uh, right in the midsection and apparently knocked the wind out of him and in rocking over to the railing, he was trying to get his wind back. Umpire Finelli, who has never missed working his assignment, just couldn't quite get out of the way of that ball. It was lined. Gil McDougall, being very solicitous, goes down uh, the line to see if Babe is all right. Finelli uh, shakes hands with Gil McDougall. And the fans here in Yankee Stadium really appreciate the great courage of the men in blue. Umpire Finelli now talking it over with Gil Hodges. They've uh, been around a few years previous World Series assignments, 1939, 41, 47, 48, 52. Home is in San Francisco, California. Going to have a birthday soon, October 18th. Gil McDougall back in there, one strike to count. John Drysdale on the mound for the Dodgers into his windup, and a big, loose fastball comes outside for a ball. This youngster's arms look to be about six feet long. And some of the National League batters were telling me during the regular season that uh, fellow looks like he's pulling that ball out of center field. 1-1 one, one delivery, swung on, a ground ball left side. Pee Reese takes it on a big hop, fires across to Hodges out at first. And McDougall is the first out of the seventh inning for the Yankees. And it brings up Andy Carey. Andy Carey has had one hit in eight times at bat. And he's uh, had a couple of errors, and uh, the fans give him a big hand because uh, we're all fully aware that an error is something that can happen at any time. He lines this one out in the left field for a base hit. He broke his bat, but he lines it in there for a base hit. So Kerry responds to the applause with a single into left field. That is hit number six. Here comes Tom Sturdivant. Sturdivant, who has been working in a spectacular fashion for the Yankees so far. Bats from the left side, has one hit and two times at bat. Drysdale, the right-hander, takes his stretch, looks across to carry it first. 
Robinson looking for a bunt. The pitch is outside. Ball one. Driven uh, choked up on the bat. Looked like he might lash away at the ball. Robinson came charging in from third. Amaros is shallow in left field. Duke Snyder straight away in center. Uh, Fellow around in right. Hodges playing inside of the runner at first. Carey leads away. Here comes Robinson looking in. A swing and a miss for strike one and one. Drysdale uh, looks like he has the freest motion in his elbows, like there's no joint there at all. He just sort of uh, wraps that arm all up. Here she comes, and the pitch is bunted foul. Two strikes. One ball, two strikes now to Tom Sturvant, who kicks the bat. The Yankees are holding to a 4-1 to lead with the New Yorkers batting here in the last half of the seventh inning. Fourth game of the World Series. The Yankees trying to get back on an even level with the Dodgers. Dodgers going into today's game. Held a two-game-to-one edge. Drysdale is ready once again. Looks to first, and the one-two pitch is way outside for a ball. Two balls, two strikes. Robinson uh, really has been charging in on every pitch. Sturdivant uh, again looks down to Frankie Corsetti coaching at third. He moves back in there. Wind blowing strongly out towards center field. Again, Drysdale's ready. The check and the pitch, and he tries to get it and misses strike three. Tried to hit that outside pitch into left field by Jackie Robinson. He missed it for a strikeout for Don Drysdale. That's his first. That is the fourth New York strikeout of the day. Batters Hank Power. Hank struck out in the fifth inning, fouled out with the catch in the third, and he flies to center field deep in the first inning. Drysdale looks into Roy Campanella. There's a check of the run of the kick, and the pitch comes down outside. Ball one. Nice stop by Campanella moving far to his right. Drysdale wiping his hands off. He is ready to work. And the pitch comes and there's Ryan out in the left field. It's one way back. And Alice goes back at the home run. Hank Power hit a rifle shot out in the left field. So it's now a six to one ball game. Hank Bauer comes up with his first two runs spotted in in the World Series. And he carried riding on ahead of him. Two out. The batter, Joe Collins, takes a fastball low and outside for ball one. Yankees six and the Brooklyn Dodgers one in the last half of the seventh inning. Don Drysdale being treated rather roughly here at the moment. Pitch to Collins, curve outside, ball two, do nothing. Mickey Mantle on deck. And Drysdale feeds the two-ball delivery outside for ball three. He's trying to keep that ball outside to Collins, but he's run a count to three balls now, and he's in trouble. 
Snyder moves over a few steps in the right center field. Frollo is deep and back against the wall in right. Gilliam and Hodges deep in the right side of the infield. And the 3-0 delivery. Outside ball four. First walk given up by Don Drysdale. It brings up Mickey Mantle. We've been uh, looking through the Encyclopedia Baseball and a uh, rather interesting note that is only the first home run by Hank Maurer in uh, his seventh World Series uh, encounters. Now ball to the right side. Gilliam has it, and he fires it over to Hodges and out on Mantle. So Mickey Mantle goes out second to first. In the seventh inning, the New York Yankees come up with two runs. They had two hits. There were no Brooklyn errors. And one man was left on. And at the end of seven full innings of play, the score, Yankees six, Dodgers one. In the top of the eighth inning for the Brooklyn Dodgers, they will send up the top of the order, Jim Gilliam, Pee Wee Reese, and then Duke Snyder. In the composite score by innings, of the three previous World Series games. The sixth inning has found the Yankees uh, getting three runs. The big inning for the Brooklyn Dodgers so far in the previous game flight was the second inning when they totaled uh, nine runs. So at the top of the eighth for the Brooklyn Dodgers, Gilliam a switch hitter, back to the left side against the right-hander Tom Sturdivant. Jim uh, has no hits in two times at bat. Sturdivant again with that little nervous motion loosens his right arm. And the pitch comes down to Gilliam. A curve over the inside corner at the belt first strike. The Yankees have six runs on seven hits, two errors. The Dodgers one run on four hits and no errors. Sturdivant ready once again. The outfield playing straight away. Carry in on the edge of the grass at third. Here's the one-strike pitch. It's outside. A fastball, one and one. One ball, one strike now to the batter, Jim Gilliam. Leading off for the Dodgers in the top of the eighth. The Yankees uh, making a strong bid to try and tie the series up to two games apiece. 1-1 delivery to Gilliam. A curve that's a little outside. Two balls, one strike. Gilliam uh, chokes up on that bat. He's about three inches off the end of the handle. The wind-up and the pitch on the way. Swung on, a fly ball hit deep in the center field. Mickey Mantle moving back, still going back. He's got it. Now, uh, number one. The wind uh, is an ever-constant danger to outfielders here in Yankee Stadium due to the horseshoe design of the stadium. Wind uh, causes little whirlpools. And uh, standing on the side, sometimes you can't notice it. But if you walk out along the right field foul line sometimes uh, prior to batting practice, you can see a ball that's popped up, look like it's going to drop, and then suddenly find that it's going to drip way over in right center field. The pitch coming to Pooley Reese is a fastball that's too low for ball one from Tom Sturdivant. Tom uh, loosening his arms. Leans over, looks to Barra. He's ready, works, and the pitch comes. And it's inside for ball two, two and nothing. Sturdivant has been very stingy with his base hits. He gave up two in the fourth, one a solid smash by Duke Snyder for a double. 
Mr. Singer by Hodges off the handle. Drove in a run. He gave up a single to Roy Campanella in the fifth, a single in the sixth. And uh, that's the story as far as the Dodger base hits are concerned. Here's the two-ball delivery. A strike call. Belt high on the outside corner of fastball. The little uh, Dodger colonel digs in. Wee-wee, I think we mentioned this the other day, rides a bicycle all uh, through his various travels, swings on a fastball, fouls it back. When he gets back home, he pumps that bike, and he says that's the reason that his legs have remained in such wonderful condition. I think you may have heard us talk about his speed earlier in the ball game. He avoided uh, double play by getting a good jump in the ball and streaming in a second on the ground ball hit to McDougal by Jackie Robinson. So it's two balls, two strikes, and Sturdivant's into his windup, and the pitch comes, and it's cut foul to our right. And uh, somebody's going to have to get a new typewriter. Ball went lining into a... Look at the teletype. So it requires some engineering genius to put that back. Our vantage point is uh, truly a great one. We are directly back of the plate and up above the plate by only about 20 feet. Here's the 2-2 pitch now by Sturvant. A fastball that's a little inside for ball three. Three balls, two strikes. Three and two. Uh, Pee-wee Reese standing in there. Holds the bat right on the end. His feet fairly close together in the right-hand batter's box. So, uh, Sturdivant winds, and the payoff pitch to Reese. Swung on. Fly ball going foul and out of play. Back of the box seat, back of first base. That ball went about 30 rows back up in there. is back in. A little breeze uh, cooking up. Sturdivant is uh, ready to go. And here's the 3-2 pitch. Swung on foul right to our right. And that one right in front of us. But there's an inverted uh, barrier right below us and when the ball hits there instead of bouncing up where you can grab it it bounces away from you. At least we like to say that. Tom Sturdivant on the mound for the Yankees, pitching in the top of the eighth inning. With one out, the pitch to Reese, swung on, a fly ball, hit into shallow left field, near the line. Terry going out, McDougal going out, and McDougal makes the grab. Fair ball. Out about 60 feet beyond third, the wind carried it back in. Grabbed by Gil McDougal. So there's two out in the top of the eighth inning, and Duke Snyder's in there. Duke has one hit and three times the trap. That was a double. Bounced off the curvature of the wall out there, and Hank Bauer fired it in the second, and Duke, really peddling those legs, just beat that throw by an eyelash. Cooking up. Sturdivant is uh, ready to go. 
And here's the 3 2 pitch. Coming on foul right to our right. And that one right in front of us. But there's an inverted uh, barrier right below us, and when the ball hits there, instead of bouncing up where you can grab it, it bounces away from you. At least we like to say that. Tom Sturdivant on the mound for the Yankees, pitching in the top of the eighth inning. With one out, the pitch to Reese, swung on, a fly ball hits into shallow left field near the line. Terry going out, McDougal going out, and McDougal makes the grab. Fair ball. Out about 60 feet beyond third. The wind carried it back in. Grabbed by Gil McDougal. So there's two out in the top of the eighth inning, and Duke Snyder's in there. Duke has one hit and three times at bat. That was a double. Bounced off the curvature of the wall out there, and Hank Maurer fired it in the second, and Duke's really pedaling those legs just beat that throw by an eyelash. So Snyder's in. Mantle is over in right center. Bauer is deep in right. And third of an into his windup, and the pitch comes. A curveball. It gets away from Yogi Bauer's mitt and comes all the way back to the barrier for ball one count. Fifth game of the World Series will be played here in Yankee Stadium. Here's the one-ball pitch to Duke Snyder. Slow curve. He swings a little too soon, and it's one and one. One of those floating curve balls that comes up looking about the size of a basketball, at least to those of us who don't have to stand up there and try and hit it. So the Duke waits, and the pitch is coming, and it's fastball over the inside corner for strike two. So Yogi Berra, mixing up his uh, signs effectively, has young Tom Sturdivant changing the speed of his pitches and uh, upsetting just a little bit the timing of the batter. Snyder pumping that bat, number four, the outfield post to the right, wind blowing out towards right center. The pitch comes to Snyder, fastball outside, takes it for ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Top of the eighth. Yankees six, Dodgers one. Fourth game of the 1956 World Series. All sent to you with the very best wishes of the good folks of the Gillette Safety Razor Company. Here's the 2-2 offering. Slow curve. Well, Snyder goes for a slow third. He becomes strikeout victim number five for Tom Stademan. At the end of seven and a half innings of play, the score is the New York Yankees six and the Brooklyn Dodgers one. Yogi Berra swinging on the first pitch, a little dribbler along the first baseline, grabbed by Gil Hodges, steps on first to Adam, and he's out. So Yogi uh, grounds out to Gil Hodges, one away in the last half of the eighth inning. Yankee half of the eighth, and the batter is Enos Slaughter. Enos, uh, with some of his teammates uh, coming up with a power today, has uh, not been called upon to uh, deliver in the extremely great fashion that he has in the previous three games. Pitch comes to Enos, a fastball, it's over there for a strike. Don Drysdale pitching. Erskine started, worked four innings, gave up three runs. Ed Roebuck 
worked two, gave up one run and one hit. And Drysdale has given up two runs. Both coming in on Hank Bauer's home run in the seventh inning after Andy Carrick got on with a single. Fifteen is water outside. One ball, one strike. Drysdale, the youngster, delivers, and there's a swing and a ground ball to the right side. Moving to his left is Junior Gilliam. He's got it. Fires to first, and Slaughter really hustling down that line. <laughs> Almost beat it out. Folks who have talked to Enos about this great ability of his to keep pouring on that energy says it's the only way to play baseball. Keep hustling all the time. Billy Martin's about it. Outfield, a few steps to the left. John Drysdale, the right-hander, winds, delivers a swing and a foul at the plate. Strike one. The Yankees with six runs on seven hits and two errors. The Dodgers with one run on four hits and no errors. Drysdale is ready, and the one-strike offering is a curveball that is checked. And it's outside for ball one. One and one. One ball, one strike. Ready now is Drysdale. A one-one delivery. Foul back up on top of the roof. And the count goes to one ball, two strikes. In 1955, uh, the fourth game of the series was won by the Dodgers 8-5. And Erskine was the starter. Third of worked in that game, by the way, in the eighth inning. Ground ball to the right side. Gilliam breaks to his left. He's got it. Fires to first, and he's up. So Junior Gilliam retires the last two men here in the eighth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on for the Yankees. And at the end of the eighth inning, the score, New York Yankees 6, Brooklyn Dodgers 1. Two up now in their half of the ninth inning. And it is a do-or-die effort now with the Yankees leading by five runs. And the middle third of the Dodger lineup is due up there, Robinson, Hodges, and Averroes. Tom Sturdivant has given up only one run. He has uh, given up four hits, one double, and the others all singles. Sturdivant has walked three, and he has struck out five. And I think you'll agree that's a rather great performance. Well, he's got three outs to go. The outfield pulls to the left. Mantle is over in the left center. Water deep in left field. A pitch coming to Jackie Robinson. Swung on, lined out in the left center field. Going hard for it is Mantle and Slaughter. They can't get it. The move is by them. There's Robinson digging for two, and the throw comes in a second base. It's a two-base hit for Jackie Robinson, opening the ninth inning. That's hit number five. While we wait for the next batter, let's pause ten seconds for station identification. This is Mutual, the radio network for all America. This is WLS in Chicago, 328, the temperature 61. This is Bob Neal with Bob Wolf. The Dodgers now send up Gil Hodges. Gil has one for three today. Jackie Robinson on at second. Tom Sturdivant pitching in the top of the ninth inning. The Dodgers threatening to start something going. 
Derman delivers a curve sweep blow and outside for ball one. Mantle is shaded over in left center field. Slaughter is uh, deep and left and right in the sun. Bow around in right center. Left side of the infield backed up for the Yankees. Derwin checks the run of the pitch comes. It's a fastball strike over the outside corner. Bell high. One ball, one strike. Derwin uh, looking very carefully to make sure Robinson does not get too far away from second base. All right, Robbie uh, leads away, looking back guarding against Billy Martin sneaking in behind him. Sturdivant with the 1-1 pitch, a foul off the left foot of Gil Hodges. He grabs the ball himself. Yogi Barrett moved over. And Hodges uh, tossed it to umpire Larry Knapp. So Sturdivant goes to the rosin bag, back of the mound. One ball and two strikes with nobody out. Robinson on second. The Yankees lead uh, six to one. Sturdivant ready once again. Looks in. Stretches. Kicks and the pitch comes down. There's a curve. And that's strike three now as Gil Hodges misses the big curveball. So a big strikeout for Tom Sturdivant as he feeds Gil Hodges a big slow curve. Same kind of a pitch that he got Duke Snyder with. And that is strikeout number six. One out, one on, and the batter, Sandy Amaros. Sandy looking for his first hit of the day. Pitch curve inside, too close. Back to him off, and Yogi Barra goes to his right to make the stop. Sturdivant uh, sets up that big soft curve by coming in with that fastball and then uh, gives it the same motion and the batter's going for the motion. Sandy waiting quietly and the one ball delivery is swung on full foul off the railing in the upper deck. So it's one ball, one strike. Little Sandy Ambrose, number 15, powerfully built. A lot of strength for a little man. Sturdivant uh, trying to get out of this spot. Robinson uh, edges away from second. Sturdivant checks him. The kick to pitch comes. There's a liner out in the right field going over St. Barr. He cannot get to it. It is foul ball. Right down in the corner. And we waited until umpire Tom Gorman and umpire Babe Pinelli had called it. And a motion foul. Sandy almost had himself, uh, well, a big one. So the count is one ball, two strikes, with Robinson still on at second. Score 6-1, the Yankees lead. The Dodgers batting in the top half of the ninth inning. Fourth game of the World Series. Sturdivant is ready. Checks the run of the pitch to Sandy. Is a curveball low for ball two. So Amherst stands in there with a 2-2 count. The Yankees have only had uh, three men left on base so far today. The Dodgers have left two, four, five. Sturdivant with a 2-2 pitch is inside, too close. 
Amherst uh, asking umpire Knapp if that ball had uh, nicked his clothing, and umpire Knapp said no. So the count is full now, three balls, two strikes, and there's some activity in the Yankee bullpen. The starter for the Dodgers was Carl Erskine, replaced by Roebuck in the fifth, Drysdale in the seventh. Servant says, gone all the way. Fastball too high. Over the plate with high ball four. The Dodgers have two men on. Only one man out. And the batter now is Carl Pillow. Then, unless you're an expert, you may have missed some of the interesting fine points of today's game. So stay tuned after the last out. Here, Bill Parham noted sports columnist when he reviews the game and points up today's play. Well, Brillo is in there. Brillo has grounded out the first baseman, been safe on an air by Andy Carey. And he has hit a long fly ball in the center field, taken by Mickey Mantle. Casey Stengel up on the top step for the dugout, motioning to his players where he wants to play for Brillo. Pitch comes. Carl takes a fastball. It's too high. Ball one. So Billy Martin uh, takes his cue and he hustles in to talk to his pitcher, Tom Sturdivant. The Yankees uh, lead by a five-run difference, but if men keep getting on base, the difference could be changed uh, rather quickly. And that's what Magic Casey Stengel has in mind when he sends Billy Martin in to talk to Tom Sturdivant. So it's one ball now, the count to Perillo, right-hand batter, swings over a close stance. He's powerfully built, and he can of that ball. One ball delivery. Fastball inside, too close, ball two. Yogi Berra has some player Larry Knapp to give him a new ball, which he does, and he shoots it out to Tom Sturdivant. So Robinson on second. Sandy Amaros is on at first, and Carl Fellows the batter with a two-ball count, one out. Top of the ninth inning. Sturdivant bends over, loosens his arm, takes his stretch. The kick, the pitch comes down. Strike call, fastball. Servant feeding that ball on the outside corner of the plate. Two balls, one strike. Drama here in the ninth inning as the Dodgers uh, trying to come back. Pitch to Earth inside, ball three. Brillo uh, looked as if he was going to swing and checked his swing and the pitch is inside. So it's three balls and one strike. And now the tension mounts as Brillo takes a look down to Billy Harmon. Does he swing? Does he take it? Well, only Billy Herman and Carl Frello and Major Wall Austin and Jake Fiddler and the runners know. But in a second, you'll know as the 3-1 pitch comes. It's outside ball four. The bases are loaded. The bases are loaded with Jackie Robinson moving to third. Sandy Amrose goes to second. And on first on the walk is Carl Perlo. Five bases on balls. And the manager of the Yankees, Casey Stengel, takes the walk that Casey does not particularly enjoy. Out to the mound. He is talking with Yogi Berra. He is undoubtedly saying to his pitcher, Tom Sturdivant, are you getting tired? He gives Sturdivant a pat on the back and says, you've hit the big ball. Stay in there, lad. case will probably go to the phone and call up the bullpen and say, make sure somebody keeps warm in case. 
Now the batter is Roy Campanella. Campy has one for one. He has walked twice. Randy Jackson's on the on-deck circle. Here's the pitch coming. A fastball. Strike one. The Dodgers with the bases loaded in the top of the ninth inning. Tom Sturdivant looking in. Full windup. The kick. The pitch comes. Swung on. A foul going out of play in the upper deck. Back to first base. Bounces downstairs. So it's now a two-strike count to Roy Campanella. Randy Jackson is on the on-deck circle. Up there, presumably, the bat for the pitcher, Don Drysdale, if the occasion should arise. Jackie Robinson on at third. Sandy Amherst leads away from second. On at first is Carl Frillo. They all move off. Two strikes. Sturdivant ahead of Roy Campanella. Stampy with a very open batting stance. Gets tired of waiting, and he steps out. Umpire Larry Knapp calls time. Ian Slaughter is deep in left field. Mantle straight away in center. Bauer is a few steps over in right center. All right, the wind-up, the pitch on the way. Swings, there's a fly ball in the left field. Coming on is Ian Slaughter. I don't think he can get to it. He's come out. He's in for a base hit. Here's Jackie Robinson coming in to score, and the bases are still loaded. Half an hour. With a little blooper out into left field. Slaughter could not get to. And it was too far out for Gil McDougall to get to. And he drops in there for a base hit and a run comes home. And the score is now 6-2. to two. That is hit number 6. Off the offerings of Tom Sturdivant. The tying run is at the plate. And here comes manager Casey Stengel out again as Ransom Jackson moves in there to bat for the Dodgers. Now Jackson is a long ball hitter. And it may be that Casey Stengel is uh, going to change. We shall have to see whether old Casey is going to change or whether he's going to go with Sturdivant. But Jackson so far in the series has been up twice as a pinch hitter. He struck out once. He has not had a base hit. But he's an ever-dangerous threat. There's a consultation on the mound. The professor is talking to his pitcher. The score is 6-2. The Yankees are leading with the Dodgers. Here in the top of the ninth inning. Are starting to uh, come alive. Randy Jackson, during the regular season... Uh, had himself a rather good year. He started off the beginning of the season uh, strongly and then was injured. All right, the pitch to Jackson comes. The swing and a miss on a curve. Break one. Andy Amaros is over on third. Carl Frillo is at second. Campanella is at first and there's one out. Yogi Berra out in front of that plate fires at... No, he does not throw it out. Umpire Larry Knapp throws the ball back out to Sturdivant. Mantle a few steps over in left center. Slaughter's deep in left. Here's the pitch coming to Jackson. A fastball, too low, outside. One ball, one strike. The tying run is at the plate. Yankees six, the Dodgers two, top of the ninth inning here in Yankee Stadium. 
Jackson is ready to work, and the 1-1 delivery comes to Jackson. He swings and he slices a fly ball out near the wall. Going out there is Collins, and he cannot get it. Foul play. Joe Collins going to the rail of the box seats out in right field. Could not quite get to it. So, Jackson still alive. One ball, two strikes. The Dodgers uh, poised up on the top of their dugout. The Yankee uh, players up on the top of their dugout looking out. Jackson, the batter, holds that bat right on the end. Tom Sturdivant, center of his windup. Here's the one-two pitch to Jackson. Swung on, foul, back over the top of the roof. So the count remains, one and two. Three men on for the Dodgers in the top of the ninth inning. Jackson uh, moves out of there for a minute. Tom Sturdivant uh, walking around in the back of that mound. Using some rosin, there's a pitcher working in the Yankee bullpen. And the Dodgers have a pitcher working. Here's the windup, and the one-two pitch to Jackson. He swings and he fouls this one just to our right. And it's not a play. So, Ransom Jackson still getting a piece of that ball. One and two now. Some of the fans who had started to move out in the end of the eighth inning have uh, retreated and have found their seats back again. Sullivan ready, one-two pitch, curve, just too low, ball two, two balls, two strikes. Umpire Larry Knapp moving right down there, close so he could get a good look at that ball. Trying to give the pitcher and the batter the benefit of the best look that's available. Two balls, two strikes. One out. Base is loaded. Top of the ninth inning. Yankees six, Dodgers two. The Dodgers threatening to cook one up here. Sturman's ready. Here's the 2-2 offering. Straight three ball. Last ball over the outside corner. Hopped over for a third ball strike. That's strikeout number seven. So the batter now is Junior Gilliam with the bases loaded, two out, top of the ninth inning. Gilliam walked in the first inning, fly to center in the third, bounced back to the first baseman Joe Collins in the fifth, and fly to center in the eighth inning. So he's uh, hitless in three official trips to the plate. Pitch by Sturdivant, a fastball. It's outside and too high. Ball one. Sturdivant uh, reads his sign. Works, and the pitch comes down. Swung on. Fly ball in center field. Mickey Mantle moves back for it. Still moving back, and he's got it. All game's over. So in the ninth inning, the Dodgers threaten. And they come up with one run on two hits. No errors. And three men left on. And the total for the fourth game of the World Series. The New York Yankees, six runs, seven hits, and two errors. Brooklyn, two runs, six hits, and no errors. 
afternoon, folks. The Yankees really took charge of this one here today in old-time Yankee fashion and put themselves very much back in this World Series by squaring it at 2-2. Two two. And, of course, now we will go back definitely to Ebbets Field. I don't think the Yanks like that part of it too much, but they had to do that to win this one, and I say they're still very much in the race to win it. This was sort of Oklahoma Day here in the stadium before this big crowd on another sunshiny afternoon because Tom Sturdivant, the big long right-hander from Oklahoma City, pitched a strong and sturdy game to win it. Not, uh, not one of the greatest games you ever saw pitched by any means. He did give up six hits, and the Yanks only got seven, and that, incidentally, a very uh, strange thing in four games of the World Series makes only one hit difference between the two ball clubs. In the first game, they were 9-9 nine and nine on hits, 12-12 and 12 in the second, 8-8 eight and eight yesterday, and today 7-6, and six, and the Yankees have that one hit edge, and that's all in a series that's tied now 2-2. Two and two. And tomorrow, of course, it'll be the old man, the magic Mr. Magley, and I'm very sure Don Larson for the Yankees. Uh, Magley asked for an extra day's rest or would have pitched today. Little Erskine uh, pitching his 10th series game and a game and smart little pitcher. Uh, didn't quite have it and uh, hasn't too much of the latter part of this season. And he was the losing pitcher against Erskine. And the other Oklahoman, of course, was the fellow you all know and everybody in baseball knows, Mickey Mantle, who hit his seventh home run in World Series play. And he's second in this series off of Ed Roebuck and really put the Yankees out where they weren't going to be beaten. Although it must be said that the Dodgers threw a scare into him in the ninth inning and the Dodgers never give up at home or anywhere else. But uh, they couldn't quite make it when uh, Ransom, Randy Jackson, stood there like Stonewall Jackson and took a third strike with the bases loaded. Uh, it sort of broke up the rally, and then Gilliam ended the ball game with a fly to Mantle in center field. Mantle, Commerce, Oklahoma, by the way, to get everybody in here, and I think everybody knows that, but it was also a fellow from out Kansas way who hit another prodigious home run, a, a line drive shot into the left field seats to score two runs, who helped Sturdivant in his victory and made Mr. Casey's single feel pretty good tonight as the crowd piles out of here. Thus, this World Series takes the pattern, folks, of the World Series of a year ago. The team in the gray suit don't seem able to win. Last year, always the home team was winning, as you remember probably, with the series opening here in the stadium and the Dodgers dropping two, two games, then going over to Ebbets Field and winning three, and not until Johnny Padres finally broke it in the seventh game of the series was the team in the visiting uniforms, the gray suit, able to win a game in the series. Now, this one has got a long way to go to get to that. The Yankees, uh, of course, whoever wins here tomorrow could win in Brooklyn uh, in the first game, so it's a long way from the seventh game still. But uh, it might go that way, the way it's going, and one of the nice things about it for the Yankees was that Sturdivant, who has sort of hung on with this ball team part of the season, uh, uh, had a kind of a rough roll around here, uh, did come through with his sturdy pitching game and give Stengel at least another pitcher that he can count on to go along with Whitey Ford. And this also means, of course, unless, uh, well, almost unless nothing, I, I would know nothing except uh, illness or something would keep him out of there, means that Don Newcomb must come in and pitch the uh, Tuesday's game at Ebbets Field following Magley, whatever happens in that. Uh, of course, the 
story of Magley is now that he's on the greatest streak of his career, 39-year-old career, with an all-hit game, a World Series victory, and pitching his team into the lead in the closing days of the pennant race. But actually, I don't think that uh, he was quite as strong a pitcher, although he won, and uh, it was dramatic, uh, as Sturdivan was today up until the ninth inning. Up until that time, they'd only gotten four hits off downtown, and while he was a little bit wild, and the Dodgers started off practically every inning through the early part of the game by getting a man on base, they just couldn't cash him in. They couldn't get the hit, and that was because he wasn't letting them hit the ball, and no other reason. And he was also very good in strikeouts, I might say, uh, just about as good at striking batters out as in his own balls, although I haven't counted them up. Anyhow, it was a strong pitcher, and it was a fine victory.